I, like many San Franciscans, are trying to lower their carbon footprint. Uh, so if I'm sitting on the potty going number two, and I use the same tissue to wipe my nose and then my tushy, can I give my butthole herpes? <laughs> Dermatologist says yes, don't do that. <laughs> herpes simplex one and two, same herpes. It's all uh, different, it's just location, 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 location. Don't live in the tenderloin is what that's about. Uh, yeah, actually I love living in the tenderloin. I am very excited about it, I'm a nanny there. I take a 22 month baby uh, around the, the neighborhood, we hold hands, we play a game called Man or Beast. I say, Man or Beast, Man or Beast. And then he shits in his pants because he has diapers still, so that's, it's, it is beastly. Uh, but I am a nanny, I think lots of nanny thoughts. Like, why do babies' pants have pockets? It's a nanny thought. Why, what could they possibly be putting in those pockets? Yeah, they can't, they can't, even, they can't, put, they can't even put their own hands in their fucking pockets. What are they gonna do? They can't retrieve anything from the pockets. And put shit in their pockets. It's just like seeping through from an unchanged diaper and through the back pockets. Anyways, uh, I finally figured out what to put in the baby's pockets, uh, and that's my drugs, because uh, it's the only safe place. On, like babies at 15 months understand the mechanics of zippers, so that backpack not safe, but their own pants pockets, absolutely safe. Uh, all right, I hope that I don't suck my ass off tonight at Doc's Lab my, as I forget as I forget the jokes I've had written for two years and I just come up here and... and you won't. I'm man. nervous about Doc's Lab, okay? It's the real fucking deal. It's not, it's fine. Oh, no, I've done it before. I've done it like five times before. I just get, you know, it's just, there's like, you know, anyway, so good times. All right, so we have a special guest today all the way from L.A. who's a real comic and has going to be on the panel and uh, give you guys really great comments. And... Oh, you're still waiting for two of them. Well, then you'll understand how this all works uh, as it goes. Basically, uh, what'll happen is a comedian comes up on stage and they do four minutes of jokes. And um, Botrox Claire is supposed to be here. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll do the first one. I'll run it. And, uh, and then we have people on the panel. And then you guys give comments to the people's jokes after, um, you know, helpful things. Um, like, you know, whatever. And sometimes it's like, oh, you're not making eye contact or you're being all wonky or what have you. But uh, yeah, just really helpful comments. You can talk about the material. People stay up on stage. It's really super fun. Uh, so, hey, with that, we're gonna, Ed Ant, if you'll bring up the music and then I'll run on in the back. No way! Welcome to the stage, your very first comedian of the night. Everybody, put your hands together. It's Bodie Lane. Hello, hello. Hi, guys. How you doing? It's good to see you guys. Good to be here. Um, yeah, I have, to, I have to catch a ferry up to Fairfax, so I'm going to have to, unfortunately, split a little bit. I mean, I'll stick out around for one or two, but I'm going to do this thing where I head up to the land of the 1%. <laughs> but... Uh, Fairfax is a weird town. It's they they call it Mayberry on acid, but it's like um, there's a lot of like new money up there. You know what I mean? And there's a, like a, a really crazy like uh, bicycle culture up there. Like bikers in the city are very aggressive, but the bikers in Marin are aggressive in a different way. They're just aggressive with how they dress. 
Like they all have like the fucking Lance Armstrong fucking gear and shit, like all fucking decked out, like you know, Discovery Channel, like everywhere, and like the you know, little clickety clack shoes. But uh, I guess I just really don't like them. There's really no choke there. But um, that's that. Uh, if anybody's been up above um, the Golden Gate Bridge, when you drive up the Golden Gate Bridge on 101, there's a rainbow around the tunnel, there's like a tunnel that you go through. And I'm originally from New Jersey, unfortunately. And I just, I always think to myself, like, what it would be like if there were a rainbow around the entrance to the Lincoln Tunnel going into New York City? Like, people from New Jersey would like, I'm fucking driving through that thing. <laughs> fucking rainbow, though. Al-Qaeda is trying to make us catch gay. You know, like, fucking all aggro. But, um, yeah, man. Uh, I've had some weird jobs uh, in my lifetime. I'm actually uh, currently quitting a job that I have up in Marin County. Yeah, I, I grow... Uh, uh, Organic strawberries up in Mendocino for a little while there. No. But uh, I, I was a roadie for a little while, actually, for a rock band. White guy, beard, tattoos. <laughs> it's like the prerequisite. So uh, the thing is, like, um, I, I got this job opportunity to go with like, a band that I really love, but I didn't really have any experience. Like, uh, my buddy's like, dude, do you want to be a keyboard tech for Train Anastasio's like, solo band? And I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm like an old school deadhead. I love fish. Uh, so I was like, I'll totally take that job. Fuck yeah. The only problem is I've never played piano in my life, and I have no idea. Like, I know how to plug shit in, but, like, uh, there was a sound check portion of the job that I wasn't really aware of. And, like, you're on this fucking stage in, like, a big, like, fucking amphitheater, and, like, I would get up there, and, like, the drum tech would, like, kill it. He's, like, fucking John Bonham, like, crushing the drums. Guitar player was, like, amazing, just, like, you know, and then bass player, same thing. He's got a tech who's, like, really good. They're like, all right, keyboards, let's give us some organ. And I'm just like... Chopsticks. <laughs> just sounded like a cat walking on the keyboard. And like, blah, 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 blah. Um, and like the first couple nights, they were like, yeah, the new guy's really funny. He's got a sense of humor. But then by like the third or fourth gig, they're like, you don't know how to fucking play piano, do you? I was like, nah, man. But I can do drugs. I can escort gorgeous women backstage so they can fuck you. Um, uh, yeah, I hang out with a lot of musicians, too, and that's actually unfortunate for, for my sex life because... When you hang out with musicians, there's just like, you, you just, it doesn't matter what you do. You, I, could, I could be like headlining fucking cobs every week, but if like I'm hanging out with some girls, I'm hanging out with my musician friends, they're just like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I do comedy. Like, oh, like, what do you do for a living? Like, I play guitar. You know, like, like, that was my impression of a woman throwing up on a man's cock. Thank you very much. But um, yeah, it just sucks. I guess what I'm trying to say is, uh, there's a guy out there that just learned how to pluck a few strings on a banjo and hum a few bars to a Bob Dylan song. And there's a girl out there that will toss his salad. So thank you guys for listening to me. And, uh... All right, so the way it works on the Joke Workshop is now you guys go up to the panel or this other microphone back here. If you're going to give people commentary, make sure you're in a microphone because it is podcast. And although we're all here, we want all of our listening audience to listen too. So any comments, comments for Bodie Lane? First, I was really impressed that you were able to, despite the mass distraction of me flittering around you, just keep telling wonderful stories. Because so. I was being really distracting. I apologize. Amnesia. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a getting lot. a beer. So I, I, I have a thought. Actually, uh, when you're uh, doing that whole bit about you know a woman tossing a magic like a, a musician salad, yeah, I'm saying uh, I'm thinking like play it up more. Like when you do the sound, yeah, well, I was kind of like, rushed it totally. Yeah, I rushed the bit a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, I mean like let's play it up more. Like the visual on it is just gonna be fantastic. I gotcha. Thanks. Appreciate it. 
Deep, deep, deep. No, no commentary is good, actually. I don't oh, mind yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Your joke was great. <laughs> They're all terrible. They're all perfect. So, um, exactly how long have you been a piece of shit for? <laughs> I, well, I am from New Jersey, so I guess as soon as my mom <laughs> put me out of her vajayjay, I was instantly... I mean, Thank the stigma is never going to leave you. You can't, you know, unless I'm just start lying about where I'm from. But to answer your question, I guess, you know, it's never going away, buddy. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah, my guess. I love you guys. I just wanted to say before you go, I just love your gentle smile and just warm, inviting demeanor. Oh, thanks, man. Thank he doesn't you. Know you. What a sweet human being. <laughs> Oh, am I running this thing? Yes, you are. I am running. Right. Okay, let me get on stage, guys. Yes, all right. I'm also next. Thank you for coming out to Joke Workshop, guys. Uh, I am Pam Benjamin. I'll be filling in. No, I'm Ethan Albers. I'll be filling in, I guess, for Pam. Don't, don't miss You guys are from L.A. is what I just heard. Yeah, cool. What part of L.A.? I'll, all over. Right on. Yeah, let's just ask people we know who live in L.A. You guys know Johan Miranda? Johan? Could you please speak into a microphone? That would help a lot. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> What's up, Ed? Hello. Hi. All right. We'll restart, I guess. Hi. My name is Ethan Albers. I will be running, I guess, the rest of the joke workshop. Thanks for coming on out. You know how it goes. Bodie just took off. Um, so I guess, who are we up, up next on the list? Jason? Am I next? I'm phys- Oh, fuck. I'm physically next on the list, too. That doesn't count. Okay. All right. Fine. I was... Doesn't really matter. There's like six or seven of them. Um, do you guys want to hear a joke about mops or do you guys want to hear a joke about horses? Let's go with mops. You want mop? I want mop. Yes, mop. I do. You want the mop? What's the rest of everybody else say? Mop or horse? Mop. mop. It's because I said horse last week. You don't know mop? Okay. All right. I, uh, I was trying to think about the first time I realized my father was an actual crazy person, like mentally ill, mentally insane. And it was when I was seven years old, I realized my father was a crazy person. I was running around with those shoes on outside, and my dad goes, hey, put your fucking shoes on. I'm like, no. And then my dad does this like amazing parenting thing. He pulls a pistol out and holds it to his head and goes, put your fucking shoes on. And I'm like, Jesus, you did not read that in a parenting book. That did not come out of there. And it was okay after that because my father was physically a crazy person. Everything he did made sense. Like he got, he got, he used to get angry at random stuff. Like he got angry at a mop and threw it through a, uh, uh, threw it in the hedge next to a house. 
we had this like giant overgrown hedge and it wasn't like uncommon to throw shit in there like everybody threw garbage in there like i remember my mom kicking a tv under it you know and me throwing like fucking tonka trucks and shit it was just a trash hedge if you will and so my dad comes out with his mop and throws it in there like a harpoon into the hedge not a big deal but on the other side of the hedge there's a gas station so it went right through and broke the window out to the to a police car. And so like five minutes later, there's a knock on the door. And that's how you know I, my father is really crazy. Because the first thing out of his mouth to the cop holding this mop is he goes, God damn it, I can't get rid of that mop. That's a crazy person. That's what a crazy person does. I was, hmm. Where am I going to go next? Horse? Go to the horse, man. No, 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 no. Horse is too long. That's like, I did that last night. It was like six minutes. Um, you know what? Let's just, I'm going to be up here all night. Let's uh, go ahead and just get this thing started. Any questions for me and suicide and crazy fathers? Ed Ant. How can you combine them all into one magical phrase? Like a jambalaya. I don't know. Did you ever call your dad's bluff? No, he called it later, like uh, like three years later, when he actually killed himself. So. Oh, hey oh, oh, it's a, it's okay. He did that in front of my sister. It's a little different. I'm fucking with you on that one. I'm totally fucking with you. I, uh, no, he did that by himself. Uh, yeah. No spectators for that one. I like that though. Did I, I call his bluff? I like that. Being seven, doing that. You want to hear the music and get off the stage? No, right. I'm enjoying this. I don't know about you, but awkward silence and just uncomfortableness, this is where I, grow, I grew up. Right Who we have next, Jason? How do you say your last name? Baumford. I'm not going to get that. All right. Um, guys, I want you to put your hands together uh, for a very wonderful young man. Please, big round of applause for Mr. Jason. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So I got a couple of new jokes. I'm... So uh, I finally actually got a real job because, you know, all this wasn't paying the bills. And uh, you ever feel like your family sets the bar a, a little too low? Like I called my mom and I said, hey, mom, guess what? I got a I got a real job. And the first words out of her mouth was, oh, so McDonald's called you back. And uh, at, which po- at which point I wasn't sure how to respond because one, McDonald's didn't call me back. So I don't know how to feel about that. But two... Am I really only McDonald's worthy? Is that, is, that, is, is that the bar? Is that what I've set for myself? It explains a lot. So uh, who here has heard about that guy that put his dick in a pig's mouth in Britain? <laughs> Nobody's heard about this? It's been all over my Twitter. It's fucking magic in the woods, I'll tell you right now. Nothing brightens your day better than hearing some politician did some stupid shit involving Palacio. But I kept saying all these, uh, you know, all these posts on my Twitter page saying like, you know, like, oh man, you won't believe who stuck their dick in a pig mouth. And all I could think was, who, Kermit? I thought he and Miss Piggy broke up. They did. He got a hotter girl. She's also a pig. I don't understand it. Oh man. So um, I don't know what it is about me. But uh, apparently I have a very friendly demeanor, uh, a come up and talk to me demeanor. It doesn't matter if I'm sitting there with a pair of headphones on the size of fucking dead mouse ears and fucking smoking a goddamn cigar. Someone will come up to say hi. 
Is there a perfect size of headphone, like where it says enough about like enough of fuck off, but not so much to where you're legally required by law to fuck with this guy because his headphones are too big? Like I'd wear Beats by Dre, but I saw some guy get beat for his Beats by Dre. That didn't end well for him, so I mean I'm not gonna spend $300 to get mugged. It's just not on my to-do list. Oh man. I found out recently I can't sign any internet petition ever. Like someone will send me a, an email saying like, hey, you should sign this internet petition. It's for a really good clause. And I made the mistake once of signing one going like, you know what, I, I can support this. Yeah, sure, I, I believe in this cause. Only to wake up like the next morning and see that I had about 30 more in my inbox saying like, hey, you believe in this, so you should believe in this too. And I don't know if there's a way to tell these people like, there's only so many fucks I can give in a given day. And this cause isn't important. Black Lives Matter, sure. Fucking, you know, like, free the refugees, great. Cecil the Lion, fuck Cecil the Lion. I do not give a fuck about that furry bastard. I'm not gonna lie. When was the last time you ever heard of a lion doing something nice for someone else? Never. You've never seen it. Lassie will drag your ass out of a burning barn. You know, that one fucking cat from the news will travel 15 states to come home to you. Lion, gonna eat some gazelle and maybe fuck you up. That's, that's all they do. It's all they fucking do. Oh man, I got a text recently. I don't know if uh, you all have had this, but I have a hand-me-down phone, which means I have a hand-me-down number, which means I get random calls from random assholes saying I owe them money because apparently my name is Maria Sandova. I am not. But these people are always so indignant. They'll call you and be like, hey, uh, so we're here to talk about your credit card debt. Uh, can I speak to Maria Sandova? No. Can I leave a message for her? No, I, I, I don't know this person. I just got this number from T-Mobile. Oh. Well, let's call again tomorrow and see if you change your fucking mind. I don't know, what's, uh, I don't, I don't know what they're expecting from me, but I do not know this woman. For all I know, she shoots dope. Um, speaking of that, actually, how bad is a heroin problem in a town when you see signs posted everywhere saying, like, don't stop shooting heroin, but be careful when you shoot this heroin? <laughs> like, there have been all these signs around saying that there's a sp specific white heroin, I don't remember the fucking name of it because I don't shoot dope, so I don't give a fuck, that says, like, you know, like, it's super potent, it'll probably kill you, so be careful. We've gotten to the point where, you know, like, don't do it doesn't work, so now it's just... Don't do this one. It reminds me of fucking bath salts and meth. Fuck. So, um, you know, like, as I said, I got a new job. I got a job at an Italian restaurant. And uh, I realized when I got this job that I still don't speak enough Spanish for this job. Which is cool, I mean, everyone's really nice there, but I was not expecting to, uh, you know, be able to cancel my Telemundo subscription while I work at an Italian restaurant. It's been fantastic. There's uh, been lots of experiences. Um, I deal with a lot of tourists, a lot of European tourists who come in and talk shit about America and how rude Americans are and then don't leave a tip. Oh, these ignorant Americans, they don't, I don't have an accent and I'm not gonna try. <laughs> they, don't, they don't know anything about our culture. They don't know anything about us. Yeah, let me get a double espresso with uh, this sandwich here and that salad. Oh, you want a tip? Fuck you, get, get out of here. No, like seriously, who's gonna come to a country and lambast you about not knowing about their culture and then know nothing about your own? And that's my time. <laughs> <laughs>
excited. I was paying attention. That's a rarity. Oh yeah. man, now I'm even more excited. My girlfriend doesn't get that. <laughs> now I feel creeped out. I'll make intense eye contact too. Um. Uh, Ethan, that microphone isn't working. This microphone's broken. That one's working. This one's what? Oh, that one's working. Okay. Well, why do we have a bro? No, I'm not going to ask. Okay. <laughs> uh, Beats by Dre. That's a funny joke. I think the beat, uh, I think you should say somebody got robbed for their headphones, and it gives a new meaning to Beats by Dre. Or my friend named Dre got beat for his Beats by Dre, something like that. There's also beatings for Beats by Dre. All right. Yeah, I can see where you're going with that. Yes. Uh, any other input for our friend uh, up on stage, guys? Uh, Come on. I, I just had a tag for the – is this one on? Okay. Uh, I just had a tag for the, the when you're talking about how bad is it where they're like, you know, you're still going to do the heroin, just, you know, use your own risk. I feel like there, there could be a tag of like, it, you know it's a bad neighborhood when the, you can still get heroin. It just has a Surgeon General's warning on it. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to use that. Cool. I don't really have a tag, but like from what I know about Europe is that everything's included with tips, so that's why they don't do it. Yeah, so, I, I know why, but I... <laughs> okay, because I just, like, it, people were like, well, there has to be more of a reason, like, why you're mad at them because they're not just giving you a tip. Oh, like, they, you can, like, say, like, here's a tip for you, or, like, you have to make fun of them a little bit deeper right, yeah, or something. Riddle. Like, for being, like, Euro trash or something like that. Okay, Like, yeah. we don't serve Euro trash here. Okay, so serve it up. Yeah. All right. Well done. Are you all done? All right. Give it wow. up. You've been doing comedy like a couple of months. I don't know. I should know his name. I should be better about that. I am sorry. I'm normally better. I spent all day on my bus, guys. I didn't do anything. Um, so Pam mentioned the four and four, four minutes of input, four minutes on stage. There's another part where you can just do seven minutes of being heckled if you want. It's called heckling is helping. That's part of it too. So you can choose that on stage. So like, for example, just go ahead and just say some stuff at me just so you guys know how it is. Go ahead and just yell the worst shit you can at me. Go ahead. I do, yes. Grow a soul, you ginger. Okay, that hurts. See, exactly. That's just pain. That's where it comes from. How much work have you had since the Sandlot? Hey, I love that movie. hey oh. That's a great man. I wish I was a childhood star. <laughs> All right. Uh, your next comic stage, uh, I enjoy this young man a lot. Um, he uh, is up and coming. Best hat in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam. Uh, so Jared Fogel is a topic maybe worth talking about. I was just thinking, <laughs> like, what... Wouldn't it be funny if he lost all that weight just so he could catch kids? Like, <laughs> like that was his motivation, you know? Like, I like cake, but do I like it enough? I mean, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's funny. He was actually married twice before. So that means he knows what sex with an adult is like. Like, he know like, that... I, can you just imagine, like, the role-playing for that? He just put her in a diaper, you know? I don't know. When they, when they caught him, they, they sentenced him to a lifetime of sex therapy. And that just seemed wrong to me, you know? Like, he didn't, like, is this any different from sentencing, like, a gay guy to sex? Like, he didn't fucking choose to be this way, you know? 
Like, what are you gonna fucking beat it out of him with a Bible? Like, he's fucking like not. E- it doesn't matter what you do. He's still gonna, you know. Like, you can take the fogel out of the kid, but you can't make him w- stop wanting back in that kid. Like, that's <laughs> that's not gonna work, you know. Like when they caught him, this is what he said. I think there's something wrong with me. I couldn't believe my fucking ears. You know what, Jared? Fuck the haters, all right? You do you, man, and any other child you want. Uh, I uh, think, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, that stuff kind of freaks me out. Uh, I'm not going to lie, pedophilia. Bestiality freaks me out even more because animals can't report that shit, you know? Like, I guarantee you there's at least one dude in this room who's fucked his dog. I fucking guarantee it. I, I, I probably know who, too. Like, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That's, uh, that's some crazy shit. Uh, I was listening to a song on the radio the other day called uh, I Don't Fuck With You by Big Sean. And the reason it's called that is because those are the only lyrics in the song. Uh, he just, it's about an ex-girlfriend. He just says, you know, I don't fuck with you. I don't fuck with you. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. It's like Big Sean. Considering you spend four minutes on that, you seem to care quite a lot. You know, like maybe you should switch it up in the middle to make it more accurate. Like, I don't fuck with you. I kind of fuck with you. I really fuck with, I love you. Please come back to me. (laughs) Uh, I've been, uh, something, another relevant topic probably is uh, NSA. Uh, If you think it's not relevant, uh, they're still checking your emails, so you're, you better get with the times. Uh, I'm at the point at which I randomly text the word terrorist to my friends just to show them I have nothing to hide, you know? It's fucking crazy. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm snail mailing my dick pics now, you know? You know how embarrassing that is? Like, hey, girl, check your, in, check your mailbox. Nope, not, not inbox, mailbox, you know? My dick doesn't even look the same by the time the pictures arrive. Like, I have to explain, like, no, you don't understand. Like, that was two weeks ago. My herpes is no longer active, you know? I was watching Wolf of Wall Street, and I'm just curious. Like, does everything Leonardo DiCaprio eat taste like Martin Scorsese's dick? Like, is that... Like, I don't... Who else is casting that guy, you know? Like, I could just fucking musty Italian dick, dude. Just pasta sauce everywhere. I just... uh, I can just imagine, like, Marty just waiting for him in the living room and Leonardo DiCaprio just fucking in the kitchen cooking up some ravioli. You know, just fucking hella intense about it. You know, like, one moment, please. The ravioli's almost done, Marty. You know, just super intense. Uh, I ride the Bard a lot. And, uh... Yep, I, I noticed that uh, there are never enough seats and they're not, it's not because there aren't enough seats, it's because no one wants to sit next to the homeless people. Like that's fucking just, like I'm just, that's just, not even homeless people want to sit next to them, man. So what ends up happening is just a fucking single line of homeless people and then everyone else is standing. Like that's just it, you know? Like, excuse me, can I sit down? Do you contribute to society? Yes, fuck no, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'll end on this. I was at the airport recently, and uh, I was waiting in line to check in. I was standing behind this Middle Eastern dude, you know, like hella hardcore Middle Eastern, turban, robes, carrying a Quran, like even Prophet Muhammad's like, dude, you're overdressed a little bit. Uh, he was talk. I guess he thought I was Middle Eastern. I'm not. He was talking to me in Middle Eastern. I was just nodding. Yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go through the... <laughs> We go through the line, and uh, right before he boards the plane, he stops, turns, looks at me, is just like, 
and just fucking continues on the plane. I'm just fucking having heart palpitations, you know? Holy shit. Air host is trying to calm me down. Sir, are you okay? It's like, fuck no. All right? I need to go to Miami. That's going into Obama's window, right? That's not the same thing. I finally, I finally got onto the plane. It was the scariest time of my life, man. And I'm not going to lie. I was, like, part of me was frightened of, like, disappointing the guy. You know, like, when he tosses me the knife and I fumble it? Like, just knowing behind that beard is a frowny face, you know? Like, he just, he just looks at me like, A2, Borat, A2, you know? Thankfully, the plane landed, and uh, I think it's because he botched the mission. Because I heard him on the phone later, and he either said psoriasis or sorry, ISIS. Uh, I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you so much, guys. might have just been this was probably just for me but i i thought it was very funny when uh you said he was just talking to you in middle eastern mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't, right, thanks, I don't even thanks, know Colin. what that's called <laughs> um so the your very first joke the jared joke um i think you should cut out that line where you're like jared is a topic to talk about, I think the first thing you should say is that just the joke. It's like, don't you think it's funny if Jared Fogle lost all that weight to fuck a kid, you know? Like, okay. that should be the first line out of your mouth. And then okay. uh, I thought the taking the Fogle out of the kid line was funny. Um, the I don't fuck with you line, um, the I don't fuck with you joke by Big Sean. Um, it's like an eighth grader that's like annoying other eighth grade girls because they're afraid to say that they're like they actually like them. Um, like, it shows how much. That he cares. That was the only thing I thought. But yeah, I thought it was a good set. Okay, thanks, man. Um, for the Fogel joke, uh, I know that when he was in college, the reason why he lost weight was because he would had to walk to get to Subway. Mm-hmm. But like, he was selling really? porn. Yeah, he was selling porn like yeah. back then to make money, and he only left to go to Subway. Was so it, it was, adult, a child porn or normal? I mean, I don't know what porn it was, but he was definitely selling it in college. So like, you could be like, like there, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like there's definitely something there. Like this isn't shouldn't be a surprise to people that he had this track record. Okay. Um, and also you have to be careful about it. Like you want to, like you said, you want to cut to it because it's not a. a it's not going to be that topical much longer unless you unless you have a really cool point of view about the situation, and then also when you talk about bestiality and you start saying anyone, anyway, I guarantee you anyone is there, just me. Like that might be a good line. Like even if it's not you, you can be uh, like because yeah. like you, otherwise you're including it and think well no one else wants to admit this. This is a problem and like make it like okay. why why because it could be your opening to bestiality and okay. like what your experience is. Awesome. Awesome. That's an awesome comment. Okay, yeah. so um, I, have a, I have a thought. When it comes to that uh, I don't fuck with you, Joe, mm-hmm. um, sell it more. Like, I want you to get into it. Like, I want you to, like, you know, like, I don't fuck with you. Okay. Like, go hard. And then, you know, like, n- like when you're going into the other part where it's like, you know, like, I, I kind of fuck with you. Like, get more and more kind of, like, desperate as, okay. it, as it goes on. So, really, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I think if you hammer it home, that'll I get you. be... So like, like really get seller. acted out, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. When you did the like stuff about you were a foreigner, and you were like, yeah, 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 you were saying it as with a foreign accent, like you're saying no, but you if you emphasize that you have an accent or being weird because you're weirded out by that, that can be funny too. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys.
motherfucker. Yes. All right, guys. Now we get to have some fun. Your next comic to the stage is a wonderful man who requested some heckling help. Mr. Colin Holtz. Uh, Saying I requested heckling is a little generous. If you have any questions or clarifications, this is all fucking new. Like something constructive, like, hey, what the fuck are you talking about here? Um, It's like shit like that is fucking bullshit. All right. Um, So this, this was a long time ago. There was this girl that she, well... My my uh, roommate is still having sex with her, so she's still around. But um, ran into her. We were at a party at uh, my house, <laughs> my roommate's house. I live with ten roommates, and um, I was like, oh, "I'll say hello." She was leaning against the stove, and uh, before I could get any words out. Oh, I should mention she worked at a restaurant. So my friends and I, we went to this restaurant. I ordered a Caesar salad, whatever. And I see her at the party. And before I could say anything, she goes, I remember you. You ordered that chicken Caesar salad like such a little faggot. Uh, And uh, so (laughs) I just like... I fucking held this grudge against her for like one and a half, two years. Fucking never talked to her, see her in the house all the time. I was like, man, fucking, if you lost your job tomorrow, I wouldn't give a shit. Like, cause I'm a spiteful person. Um, I don't really like people, uh, but I hide it very well. Like, cause you're white. Mm. <laughs> Like I, like, I don't like it when people will honk at me on the street. You know, it doesn't matter if I'm in my car or I'm walking down the street. Like, if somebody honks at me, the first thing I'll go to is the middle finger. Like, take that, you jerk! I hope you die in a car accident! And then I'll look and it'll be a friend. <laughs> and, and, like, for a while, I felt bad. But the more I thought about it, I realized, like, no, you're my friend, okay? You deserve that more than anybody because you know that I don't like that. And... Uh, so what I do now is I'll send them a really long text message when I see it's my friend because I read that texting and driving can be as dangerous as drinking and driving. Uh, but I'll put like lots of intricate questions that require more than a yes or no answer. Uh, they'll text me back. Do like, you send him riddles? Riddles. Riddles like, hey, uh, we should get a drink sometime. Where do you want to go? <laughs> No, oh, no, no. What's and then they'll text me back, and I'll be like, yeah, it's like we're getting a drink right now in your car, dude. How about what's Fucking black and red and or black and yellow and red all over? Fucking your face, dude. Exactly. That's, but that's not what they text me back. But I'll keep that one in mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Spiteful person. I don't know. Texting your friends indecipherable clues. I don't know. The secret is hitting behind the crash. <laughs> it will be one hell of a Facebook post. Mm-hmm. Hashtag keep your eyes on the road before you die. So... I wouldn't care if she got fired, right? And at this point, I was unemployed. And at, at, uh, towards the end of it, 
Um, last two months, I recently got a job, and I found out that she lost her job. I'm bussing tables. She was a waitress. And then I work with my roommate, the guy that she was having sex with, and I find out uh, five days after she was fired from her other job that she's going to be working with us. <laughs> so I have to work with somebody that I don't like for very inane, arbitrary, and uh, grudge-holding reasons. And um, that's when I realized, oh, you got to be careful what you wish for, Colin. <laughs> and then, you know, after about two weeks of working with her, I was like, all right, this is, yeah, she's actually okay. She's all right. I can forgive this person. We can move on. Like two weeks in, she says to me, uh, uh, you know, I'm starting to realize after all these years that maybe I'm not as nice of a person as I always thought I was. <laughs> and I was like, ah. Oh, this is this is the coming full circle. We're so both you finally realizing how much of a bitch yeah, you are. We're both realizing there's some shit. Fucking get it together. Did you get your sweet vengeance? Uh, my sweet vengeance was her realizing she wasn't as good of a person as she thought she was. Weak. <laughs> what makes you so good? <laughs> uh, nothing. I know. I know. Well, uh, I mean, I guess you could say that the realization was uh, for both of us. It's fucking for both of us. Um, but, uh... <laughs> was she of ethnic color? Is that what you hated her? <laughs> no. Let's see. Got the, um... I watched a movie called Hackers. It's got Angelina Jolie in it, and um, it's terrible. It's a terrible movie. All right, well, watch it again. <laughs> Don't know who that is. Who's Mark Anthony? The point is, at the end, Angelina Jolie and whoever the fucking main guy are in it, they're fucking making out in a pool, and my friend, he's like, oh, I would totally make out with Angelina Jolie in a pool. That is fucking disgusting, all right? I can't believe that you would make out with anybody in a pool. That's a fucking toilet bowl for dogs and children. You're just mashing fucking urine into your lover's face. That's all that you're doing. Like, in order to make out underwater, you have to open your eyes or Helen Keller your way to somebody's lips, fucking figure out where to kiss them. Otherwise, you're just gonna fucking give each other a concussion in the middle of a goddamn deep end, and it's gonna be miserable. It's like, hey, kid, how about you wash your gross, disgusting, sticky pancake hands in this uh, glass of water, and I'm gonna spit it in my lover's face right now. Fucking real sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alright, thanks. Yeah. Hey, I Oh I I had one comment real quick. I think you should call her faggot at the end of the joke. Yeah, like that way, full circle. Yeah, exactly. because oh. that's, that's what starts the beef, right? It's gotta be right. what ends the beef too. Oh, it, could be so, it could be something else, but something to, or to that nature. Or it could just be the quip that gets you fired. <laughs> Great job, Colin Holtz. Big round of applause for Colin. Come on. All right. Guys, guys, we have a, we have a comic this stage, I believe, that's from L.A. I'm real excited. 
Hollywood's in the house, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, <laughs> please welcome to stage, Mr. Thomas Young. <laughs> Better. We just just spent hours in the car together. Is this? Huh? Uh, it's all good. Uh, guys, uh, does anybody here have a friend who can never answer a yes or no question? It sucks, doesn't it? It's fucking annoying. You got a buddy who does that shit all the time, and it's like he's always breaking up and getting back together with his girlfriend. So one day I finally asked him, like, are you guys together or what? He says, I don't know. I'm like, well, you stayed at her place last night. Did you guys fuck? And he said, sort of. Like, you can't, when you say sort of, it makes it sound like whatever happened probably wasn't consensual. It's not a gray area you want to play in. It's not a good idea. I, um, uh, I was in a relationship, the longest relationship I ever had was for three years, and uh, I learned two things from that relationship. One, if uh, you say at least once a day you don't know her like I do, she's horrible. <laughs> Fucking break up. Occasionally, mom and dad are right. The second, uh, you know the relationship is over when your life with that person becomes so boring that even the arguments suck. Like, when we started living together, the arguments were, you know, why are we flirting with that waitress at the restaurant? I said, I wasn't. I don't know what you're talking about. After three years of living together, the arguments become, why the fuck can't you eat the vegetables in the refrigerator before they go bad? It's a waste of money. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't want to have raw carrots after work. She says, are you stoned right now? Why are you so high on a Tuesday afternoon? I said, I'm trying to make myself hungry enough to eat the fucking carrots. It's bullshit. <laughs> I made the mistake of getting stoned and trying to fill out a job application online recently because it's all online. You go in to try to apply to a place, they look at you like you got three heads because they're like, no, we don't interact with people. Do it on the internet. <laughs> so I go on and they had the list of bullshit questions where it's like, they or not even questions, they make a statement and you have to uh, uh, agree, uh, strongly agree, agree, neutral, disagree or strongly disagree and right out the gate they're like okay let's see how much of a kiss ass this person will be the first statement they make is uh sometimes recognition from your employer for a job well done is just as rewarding as getting paid <laughs> strongly agree agree neutral disagree strong it's like do you really want this to be an honest answer i can't fucking pay my rent with my employee of the month certificate you bitch <laughs> Fucking A. And they go down, and, they, and I was high, and it started making me paranoid because I'm going down reading the questions, and one of the questions was, uh, uh, have you ever used uh, illegal drugs? And it's like, yes or no? I'm like, well, fucking no. no. Uh, if so, what illegal drugs have you used? <laughs> if so, when was the last time you used these illegal drugs? I was stoned. I almost expected the next question to be like, why didn't you call me when you had the illegal drugs? <laughs> Why am I always the one who pays for the illegal drugs? I like to have fun, too. You haven't paid for drugs since spring break in 2008, you fucking son of a bitch. Got really angry there. I'm still mad at somebody from spring break, clearly. Um, you guys don't know me, so I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story real quick before I get out of here. Uh, comedy wasn't always my dream. When I was a kid, uh, my real dream was I wanted to be a professional athlete. Specifically, I wanted to play professional soccer. That was my shit. I'm a hardcore fan, and uh, I thought I could do it, too, until I got to high school, where I was a three-year varsity player, sat the bench. Coach didn't like me. I don't know why. Until my senior year, which was in the fall of uh, 2002 in the state of Maryland, the same time two asshole serial killers known as the DC Snipers were running around killing people with an assault rifle. 
So coach basically waited till the one point in our state's history when like nobody wanted to be in the middle of an open field. That's when he said, Young, warm up, you're getting in the game. I'm stretching out, what, what position coach? All of them, you're gonna be the only guy out there. He hands me a new jersey, I'm like, are we sponsored by Target now? What the fuck? This seems excessive if you wanna cut me. Anyway, thank you guys, I'm Thomas Young. All right, any questions for uh, feedback for Mr. Thomas Young? Yeah, I really like the carrot joke where you said you had to get stoned enough to eat those carrots. That was like laugh out loud funny. And I also liked your last one. Oh, thank you. The, yeah, I thought it was really uh, your delivery and everything was really good for it and throughout the whole thing. So, yeah, good thank job. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, you do look like a professional soccer player, actually. Just, ah. just getting to putting that out there. All right, tell all the women in town that. <laughs> hey, uh, women in here are dumb in this town. You can totally take <laughs> one down. <laughs> I wasn't trying to make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I failed. Uh, any other questions for Mr. Thomas? Uh, awkward's. You guys hear that shit all the time, huh? <laughs> all right, Mr. Thomas. Great job, dude. That was a good set, dude. That was really good. Let's keep those L.A. hits running, huh? Are you ready, Colin? Yeah. All right. Please welcome to stage Mr. Steven Torres, ladies and gentlemen. All right, guys. Oh. Is this on? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just weird. It's not amplifying my voice at all, at least according to my ears, but I'm sure it's working. Um, I love your city so far, San Francisco. Is everyone here from San Francisco? It's up to us. Everyone's from out of town? You guys drove all the way here, too? How far did you drive from? Colorado. Really? I found a ride out here, yeah. Holy fuck, dude. Why didn't you just go to Denver? Because Denver sucks. I don't know. I had fun when I was there. I got mugged when I was there. <laughs> Well, dude, have you seen outside? You'll get mugged here, too. Just don't go to Modesto. <laughs> like, we were, in, we, were in, we were doing a bar show in Modesto last night, and it's one, it's one of those weird themed bars where the bars have different names for, like, women and men. So it's not just male and female. It's clampers and whiners. And I'm, like, I'm sitting there scratching my head going, which one is it? So I, in my head, I say clampers must be girls because it's a clam. <laughs> So I go into the clamper. I go into the. I go into the other room, the winers' room, because I got out. That was the men's room, and I immediately noticed that it wasn't the women's room because it was seventy-five. Uh, it was seventy-five percent uh, smaller than a men's room. <laughs> didn't have a urinal or anything. I used it like three times. Though. I didn't realize until later where I'm like, they really did up this bathroom. They put a rose in here. There's a seat in here. It's nice. <laughs> then I went over to the men's room. And it's just cinder blocks. Like, oh, yeah, this is our room. <laughs> this is where we go to pee. And I was promised a glory hole that never, like, came about, so I was a little disappointed. Um, Don't be. Yeah, I, I am. <laughs> but that wasn't so bad. This, this sound is interesting. Like, I've never seen homeless people that actually have hope in their eyes still. Like, the homeless people here are happy and shit. Have you guys ever been to L.A.? They all look like they're about to commit suicide. <laughs> Your guys have fucking tents. I saw fucking <laughs> headphones. There's a dude out there playing with fucking fur balls. 
<laughs> it was fucking nuts. I'm like, I could be homeless out here. I couldn't because I'm fat and I'd have to eat still. But oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, then I could be a homeless person out here. You guys, you guys treat them nicely. Good job, San Francisco. I'm going to tell all the L.A. homeless people to come up here. Ha. No, yeah, they don't leave. No. no. <laughs> Dude, we have so many in L.A. It's ridiculous. Have you ever heard of Skid Row? Yeah. You ever been down Skid Row? Yeah. It feels like you just went into a fucking war zone. Like, you're driving down. It's a nice city. You make a right, and it's just, like, fucking tents, poverty, and graffiti, and no fucking taco stands to make it seem Mexican. So it's awful. Um... I was on the... You guys ever hear about a show called The Biggest Loser? I'm sure you have. Uh, I, I auditioned for that show, and I'm a fucking winner. Because I didn't get on that. I didn't, I didn't make it. <laughs> it was a 45-minute line, which in Disneyland terms is about like a small world. It's not even like a fucking like Matterhorn ride. It's like, it's like, an, it's like, a, it's like a two second-tier ride. So I, I, I'm waiting in this fucking line, and all the fat people brought fucking chairs and snacks <laughs> to a weight loss show. And all, <laughs> and all of them are telling the same story. I'm tired of being fat. I'm going to lose all the weight. My underwear's ripping apart. Uh, I, uh, they asked us, like, why do you want to lose the weight? I'm just sick of shopping at the fat people store. I don't know if anyone here. And no one here seems like they have to shop at the fat people store. It's the worst. It's $45 t-shirts, and they all have Superman on them. It's the worst. Um, <laughs> Man, I love that you're just painting on records. That's the most San Francisco thing I've ever I've seen in my life. You're just fucking Paps Blue Ribbon, Doritos, and fucking just painting on the back of a record. Good shit. Do you have a Do you have a nice tent? Uh, not yet. I, I'm I'm about a week away. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna ask you if you called their bluff. That did not end well earlier. All right. Um, fuck it. I'll just leave you guys with this. Um. I'm bisexual, which basically means that I know that women aren't crazy and men aren't assholes. We're just all humans suck. And, like, the, the more I, like, people think I'm, like, it's like a big buffet, like, oh, I'll just fuck anything. Like, I'm just so desperate to find a good human being that I don't care, like, what genitals you come with. It's like, oh, you're a nice person and you have a good credit score? I got a tent. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Uh, thanks, man. Uh, stay on the stage for comments. Stay on stage. So I, I had a thought. When you say, um, oh, you're a good person and you have a good credit score, do you not want to? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Bring them down to your level. Come on, man. No, I'm trying to date up, not down. But it's all about punching up. No, I know. Go for it, Bo. Oh, um, so I liked your first joke about the clampers and whiners. Um, I think you should, like, shorten it up a little bit just to get to the punchline faster. And then just, like, the last line should be, like, you know, I didn't notice it was a women's room until I realized it was about 70% smaller than the men's room. Or, like, then I remember a men's room or something like that. Um, and then, um, I don't know, the line, good humans are hard to find. Uh, I kind of like is like a succinct way to summarize how you feel about all other people that you might be sexually attracted to. 
But yeah, other than that, I didn't really, I like I like that you did like half your set at a joke workshop of like crowd work and shit. <laughs> I thought it was a little funny, but yeah, thanks. I have a comment. The the joke about the men's room that you didn't realize was a woman's room. You think you could swing the, like uh, say instead of seventy five percent smaller that it was, it costs seventy five percent less. I, it was a gender like gap joke. What I meant to say and I slipped up the words were it's seventy five percent on the square foot. But uh, <laughs> right. yeah, that would have been funnier if I remembered it. I just wrote that last night. I figured you guys are a fun crowd to try it on. Yeah. <laughs> Steven Torres, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Good job, yeah. I'm having fun. I'm enjoying these new faces, not hearing the same old drug out fucking. Uh. I'm sorry. Is that some sort of? I'm so sorry. Is that I make eye contact with Ed Ann every time I say anything yeah. mean. It, 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 it's, oh. it's, it's getting to me. It's really All right, me. your next comic to the stage. I just met. I thought it was somebody else. Please welcome to the stage, uh, Miss Sammy Sutker, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You actually uh, said my last name right, which was nice. And you can't even say mine. What? Is it on? No? Yeah, it's, it's on. Yeah. Okay, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, I took my uh, friend to the airport, um, and she was. we were just having a conversation. She tried to say the word Jerusalem, but she stumbled, and it sounded like Jews are Islam. And I was like, kind of works, you know? It's applicable. It's applicable. Um, and then we drove past a street that like said Kitty Hawk. I was like, oh, that's a cool name. It could be a band name. She's like, actually, uh, the Wright brothers, you know, built the plane off the Kitty Hawk. I'm like, who fucking knows this? Like, s- smart people do who read, right? Stop running my joke for that. Well, I was like, oh, okay. And then she's like, yeah, it's North Carolina. But then there was like a license plate that said Ohio. And it says birthplace of aviation. The Wright brothers, Flew planes in North Carolina. So basically what they're trying to do is take credit for the fact that their parents fucked in Ohio (laughs) and they did something amazing elsewhere, (laughs) which is kind of an ongoing theme for people from Ohio. Like when I went to Ohio as a kid, I was amazed by the Cincinnati River. I was like, oh look, there's Kentucky. Like (laughs) there's nothing interesting about Ohio that they want to emphasize or take credit for. I mean, they've had, a couple astronauts there. I guess that goes to the birthplace of aviation. But they've also had President Spielberg, Clark Gable, Jesse Owens, who again achieved something in Germany. But like you know, it's just it's just like it's it's fucking weird. Ohio's stupid. That's all I'm trying to say. It means it's all they have. And I I explained this, and apparently somebody in the audience was uh, from Ohio, and she's like, hey hey, we have. Repu- we have Democrats and racists. Like, so does ever. That explains it all. Yeah, and I was like, so does every state. Like, you're retarded. So she was cool. Um, I took, I went home recently. I'm from Illinois. Um, we're cool because we have Chicago. And uh, I went to a Cubs game with my parents, and my parents are in their 70s. And my dad, he has hearing aids. And so we're at the concession stand, and my mom's there, and she's all like hunchback with her, you know, bad hips and everything. So I'm having a great time, <laughs> having a boatloads of time, uh, boatloads of fun. And my uh, my mom, 
and dad, like my dad refused to order a hot dog there because it wasn't beef hot dogs. This is like a man who doesn't care for, like for the first 70 years of his life what he eats, but the last three he has been like, I wanna stretch this out. Like they're starting to make statements in a life, like we only have 10 more years left. So let's just, let's just buy a car in cash. Like that's what we're doing. And so then my dad, he goes to a separate line to get food and then my mom can't find him and she's panicking. She's just going like, oh my God, you don't understand. You don't understand. He doesn't think like we do. Like he's four years old and just like, you know, peed his pants. Like he's never done anything amazing in his life. He's a pharmacist still, but he can't figure out how to go to our seats. You know, he can't text message us to do things. And so she's just wigging out. Like she's going to have a meltdown. And I was like, you know what? Does he have a ticket? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, we're going to our seat. She's like, no, we can't do that. I'm like, we're going to our seats because I'm not standing here throughout the whole entire game. So we finally go make our way to the seats. And I go and see people. I'm like, they're, they're in our seats. And I'm like, excuse you, you stupid bitches. Like, get out of my seat. And then I notice there's this old man just munching away at a popcorn and has a hot dog. And it's my dad. And I'm like, see, mom? <laughs> he figured it out. Um, sometimes I wonder what AIDS tastes like to vampires. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to end it on. Thank you. All right. Yeah, first up, come on, guys. Who has something for Sammy up on stage? You got something? The, uh, the thing you were talking about with the lady in Ohio, like we have Democrats and races too. I think you could stretch that out a lot further. Further, like just the fact that she's so ignorant to it. Anything that's like normal in every other part of the country is just wild to her. Like, no, we have a black guy. Have you met Ted? <laughs> okay. There's a lot of black people in Ohio, actually. Um, I think you stumbled upon a really great bit without even knowing it, and the bit is uh, stating very obvious facts to the audience. And being the only one not in a no on that. Okay. It's really funny. Okay. Actually, I'm being honest. That's really funny. Okay. Yeah. Huh? From the back of the room, it was fucking hilarious because literally everybody raised their hand except for you. Yeah. Yeah. I had something actually on the same joke. Like, I, I thought it was strange that, like, at the beginning of the joke, you're like, how the, who the fuck knows all this shit about Kitty Hawk? But then you, like, go into this diatribe about, like, all these random facts that nobody knows about from Ohio. <laughs> like, the second half is like, oh, yeah, they had all these uh, space people and, you know, presidents. I had to do research because I'm like, fucking Ohio. Exactly. Like, what but else? I, I'm trying to go, what I wanted to do, when I, I got to work on it, obviously, is, like, go into other state mottos and, like, uh -huh. what their patterns are, they're claiming. Well, I was, I was going to say, like, um, I, I do think that's funny, but I think the, uh, like, you could go in a different direction with this, make it a big conversation where your friend is like, how the fuck do you know all this shit about Ohio? Because you made fun of her about Kitty Hawk. Okay. And you're like, I have no idea, but, you know, and, okay. but yeah, something like that. And then second was, uh, what does AIDS taste like to vampires? I think you should have an answer for that. Okay. Um, but, because, like, you ask the question, and the question's funny, but, like, you can provide the answer, too. Yeah. And I think that can be funny, too. All right. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I hate being a tall man getting up on stage with a microphone stand sometimes. All right. All right. Uh, let's keep this block party going, guys. Round it out for our fourth and final 
LA comic. Please welcome to stage, Mr. Reza Sagari. Asgari, but you were very close. Very close. <laughs> yeah, that's Sammy's fault. You know, she doesn't know how to spell foreign people's names. I don't think she actually knows what my ethnicity is, so it's all good. I'm like one of 15 things on any given day based on what type of sneakers I'm wearing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like to let things come to a quiet silence before I really pump up the jam. Uh, anybody ever press a body pillow against their back and pretend to be the little spoon so it feels like someone cares about you? <laughs> Things are going great, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually uh, was doing some research myself recently on Ancestry.com. Strangely enough, turns out 2 Chains' great-great-grandfather also named 2 Chains. Yeah. Yeah. Take some time to think about that. Uh, uh, let's see here. Oh. I actually uh, saw something that just really brightened up my day not too long ago. If you actually pay attention every once in a while, life will not only hand you lemons, it will make the lemonade for you. I was walking through a cemetery because I'm weird and I like to go find celebrity gravestones, and I saw one that just completely blew me away. Just a random lady said, Sylvia Wallace, born December 14th, 1943, died January 12th, 1996. Underneath where it should say loving mother, devoted grandmother, wife, all that, it just said in hers, under quote, in, in quotations, don't feel sad, feel guilty. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's fucking amazing. She was one breath away from just writing, it's all your goddamn fault, Janet. <laughs> I, I wish there were more gravestones like that. I would love to see those walking through the cemetery, just some dude on the gravestone instead of like devoted husband and father. It's like, yeah, be sorry you gave me that last chicken wing, bitch. Uh, this, this is all shit I'm going to work out anyway, so give me some feedback. <laughs> uh, let's see. I actually was going over some stuff that I wanted to work on, but I can't remember it now. So let me pull out the old Hello Kitty notebook. <laughs> oh, let's see how this tries out. Uh, guys like impressions? Yeah! Uh, this is the only one really I have at the moment. This is my impression of a guy trying to sound like a ghost, but coming across more as a ghost who's not interested in anything you just had to say. Ooh! That's it. That's the whole thing. <laughs> I uh, actually, I don't know if, if anybody else, like, enjoys having friends with weird pets. I'm not big into, like, people that have strange animals for pets. I'm okay with dogs and cats, the occasional bird, but weirdos that like to buy ferrets and shit like that. Like, there's always the one tiny five foot three, like 110 pound girl named Amber from the South who wants to buy a goddamn anaconda for some reason. Like, why do you need a 10 foot snake in your bedroom? Like, you're what this thing eats for lunch and you're gonna try to establish dominance over it. Good, good job. We'll see how that works out. Like, I was uh, dating this one lady we went back to her house, and uh, she tells me, like, oh, I don't want you to freak out, but I have some, like, unusual pets. We go inside, and, like, I have two spiders, a newt, and a toad. Like, those aren't pets. Those are ingredients. You're a fucking witch. Okay? Some shit's going to happen to me before I leave here. I'm like, I'm just glad I brought my rabbit foot and dragon's tooth to counteract whatever bullshit you're going to do here. Yeah. A lot of these I'm just kind of started on, and I'm going to need to stretch, so... We'll see where it goes. Thank you. <laughs> I actually think, speaking of Halloween, it is coming up. It is my absolute favorite holiday of all time. 
Because when I was a kid, I had so much, like, as a foreigner, I my family had moved to America, like, three days before Halloween. That was my first experience with this entire country. Like, I come here, I'm like, I'm in America, American children to be friends with. This is great. I go to bed, I wake up the next morning, and my entire neighborhood is, like, superheroes and fucking monsters. And I'm freaking out. I have one day's worth of Saturday morning cartoon training. So I'm begging my parents to buy me a can of spinach because Popeye's the only dude I saw that could kick ass without superpowers. And I go outside. I'm just like, all right, I got to handle myself. I got my spinach. I see this little kid crying. I'm like, I didn't know Spider-Man was a crybaby. What kind of shit is this? But then I got older, and it's still my favorite holiday because now I get to be like judge and jury to children everywhere. It's awesome. I just get to depict what's going to happen. Like at the front door on one side, I have the candy and treats bowl. On the other side, I have the punishment and disappointment bowl. Like last year, first kid walks up to the door. I was excited, didn't know what I was going to get. Open the door, and he's dressed in his Transformers costume. Like there's chrome on it, wheels that spin, headlights that work. He might turn into a fucking Camaro. I'm just blown away. I'm throwing Razzles and Twizzlers at him. Anything with two Zs in it. Not even fun size. That's this big. It's not fun for anybody. He gets full-size candy bars in his bag. Off to a good start. Next doorbell ring. Run up there with glee. Just like, I cannot wait. Only to open the door and be met with disappointment. There's a little child standing in front of me with a white t-shirt with just the word Spider-Man sharpied in the front. Yeah. Just like, this is not going to be looking good for you, kid. Here's some frozen broccoli and a half a tube of toothpaste. Go tell your parents they fucked up. He starts crying. I'm like, oh, crybaby Spider-Man. I remember your dad. He used to live in my neighborhood. Is that pretty much all the time? All right, I'll just end there. That's about all I got for you in four minutes. All right, first up, Bo, what do you have for the fine gentleman? Yeah, this place is still as a landline just to put you how fucking dated this but place is. That's just hilarious because I always joke about like I always have terrible luck. And sure enough, the one guy paying full attention to everything <laughs> writing notes, I come up here and I'm the only one that doesn't get a note. Yeah, that's fucking great. But no, you had to take – I totally understand. Man. No worries. Here's uh, a note. Get better head polish. <laughs> And Ant, what do you have to be mean? Okay. And another call. So nothing. It was perfect. No, no. no uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, here you go. No. Um, on the, the Amber from the South joke, you might want to do Florida just because it seems more true, Actually, like it could happen. Yeah, that's, that's not then, a bad idea. Florida definitely is and, people and, with weird pets. And then the 2 chains joke is funny, but it seems a little buried from the Ancestry.com, and it's like kind of like a like a macabre joke and you might want to throw it at the end of the graveyard stuff like okay. kind of talk about fucked up things are it might yeah. work better like it that. is a little bit of like a throwaway sort of so yeah I see what you're saying okay but yeah I, I know what you guys are saying for sure Thank you. yeah the 2 chains thing is a weird joke it's just kind of like for the hell of it I like to throw it in there just to kind of see where everybody's at but yeah I don't know what you're talking about. Like, it definitely needs to be moved around. And it's not an excuse. Your T-shirt's really awesome. That is a great shirt, Boris Carlos. I think the witch joke's a keeper. The witch thing is definitely the one I'm, like, trying to work out, like, the most and actually make it longer. So anything on, on that? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Thumbs up for the crowd, ladies and Yeah, that was great. 
They are going to go to Milk Bar now. Really wonderful milk. Home of Colin Holtz. Isn't that right, Colin? You're my go-to reference guy over there. Um, I'd like to point out real quick that uh, this van behind us across the street, uh, that guy's living out of it. He's been over there for about a week now out of that white van, and that really upsets me. You live in a bus. Because I live in a school bus, and I wish I had that parking spot. That's the only reason, guys. Sounds like you're just... Fuck that guy. Uh, all right. Uh, your next comic on stage, I've been seeing around for a little while now. Uh, real excited to see what he has to work with. Ladies and gentlemen, please, big round of applause, Mr. David Klein. This is fun. Hey, this does sound like it's a, this is on. Uh, it's, uh, it's my first joke feedback thing, and this is pretty cool. You know, at any moment, this place could turn into a dog bakery. So I'm excited about that. This whole city can just turn into dog bakery. These dogs need their, need their bones, man. Made out of some fucking crazy bullshit. It's important. Um, GMO-free bullshit. What? GMO-free bullshit. GMO, very GMO-free. Uh, my dog's a liar. Not with her words, because... But she uh, she pretends to pee. She leans down and is trying to extend her walks. So I try to get her back when I go home at night. I fill her bowl with pebbles. And she hears the clinking, just runs down the hall and stares at it. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's not really nice. Anybody in here got a dog? Yeah, I got two. Is it a male dog? Uh, Did you rip its balls off? Uh, it came pre-ripped. Okay, so this is, the pebble thing's not so bad. Um, I, uh, I'm really, uh, I like it when rappers have beef. I think it's kind of fun. It's like good drama and I wish other professions would have beef with each other, you know, like trappers. <laughs> like that'd be really cool. Like, yo, this, dude, my traps are so tight. This guy's traps are loose. He can't trap shit. He can't, he can't trap shit. He's nothing. He's got no geese. He's got no pigeons. Dude, this guy... Dude, and I'm the shit, man. I, I got so much pelt. I got pelt up to here. I'm imprisoned by this pelt. All right. I'm, I'm Leonard Peltier. Because as everyone knows, trappers like mating, making Native American political prisoner metaphors. These are all new jokes. If you can't tell, they're, they're killer. Um, they're real killer. Um, I saw Danny Glover in Lucky's on Fulton recently. And yeah, like, yes, Danny Glover, this is awesome. Like, everyone loves Danny Glover. And then I had this weird feeling like, what if this isn't Danny Glover? And what if it's a Danny Glover lookalike? Because what is Danny Glover doing here at Shitty Lucky's? Like, like, and then I had this weird, like, dream sequence. What if there was a guy who was a Danny Glover lookalike and his job would be to be like a part-time Danny Glover lookalike? He would sign autographs. He would do all the things Danny Glover wouldn't want to do, like go to Gambino shows. And, um... You know, like, it'd be kind of cool. It'd be like a part-time Glover, you know? Like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Um, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Um, I'm, uh, I, I think it's really uh, interesting how some people have, uh, have side pieces. And I've noticed a lot of my friends lately have cancer as their side piece. Um, they do all these marathons, you know, to raise money for cancer. But... They're just doing it so they can buy new shoes. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm buying these shoes for cancer. I'm, I'm, I'm running like 5K, I'm working on these abs, but, but, it, but it's for cancer. It, it's, it's for cancer. Uh, it's, it's, it's for cancer. 
Um, <laughs> I think it'd be interesting if banks were people. Like, what kind of people would they be? You know, like the Bank of Greece would be that dude on Market Street selling beanies. And uh, HSBC would definitely be selling shitty drugs. And I think Chase would be a strip club DJ. Nice. They'd like, yeah, come down to Chase. We put the D in FDIC. This ATM machine, it's ass to mouth, baby. Uh, I haven't figured out the setup for this joke yet, but I like the punchline. Uh, all right, last joke. Um, gonna end it on uh, something super sweet. All those people in Marin who are anti-vaccine, I think it's totally okay as long as they take a pill that they lose all their vaccinations. Please, someone tell me a punchline for fucking tag for that joke. All right, it's been real. Tell me things, please. Good uh, God. Teach me things. I think uh, your your trap your like trapper beef joke. I feel like you missed the opportunity for a tag there, where it's like the stakes are higher higher with the trappers because it's like oh you talk shit about another trapper, you walk outside your house and you get your leg broken in a bear trap or so, just something like There's like, a, like they're not just dissing you on an album like yeah, it's oh like a literal trap yeah, yeah. No, that's a good idea. Right, um, also that. for the um, for Chase Bank as a, as a DJ. Like I want to hear the strippers that he's announcing. Oh, that's a great that's a great idea. Like uh, um, single mother of three needs a loan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Everybody, yeah. welcome to the stage, Maria. That's a great idea. Score of 7.20. Interest rate at thirty percent. All right, yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. So, I like where you're going with these dog bone cafes, and I feel like there's more to it to explore with that. Like. Um, I like that you bring it up, but I want you to have something more solid with that. Yeah. I want you to like actually tie it together with something because it's funny as shit because people treat their dogs way better than they treat people. And, yeah, there's a lot more there. And uh, I think that there's a lot to work with, especially like, you know, that GMO shit because... And gluten-free because nobody knows what the fuck gluten is, so you can play that up too. Yeah. That's a good point. I was going to actually follow up with what Steve said of doing the uh, strip club names and it's like introducing them and stuff. You could go as far as just actually naming the strippers to go along with it and be like, we got a twofer for you guys. Savings and loan coming to the stage. <laughs> just like things that incorporate it yeah. all together. These are all really good ideas. Yeah, they are. I'm going to take them. Way to be I'm make a billion guys. dollars, you guys. Yeah, You see, it only took nine comics, guys, to get productive. Nine comedians. Uh, all right, your next comedian to, a sta to the stage. You have seen him behind the microphone with that super sweet voice. Please welcome to stage Ed Ant, ladies and gentlemen. In a world. <laughs> and that's about all the material on that I got. Oh, come on. It is. I don't write for that shit. Anyway. Mm. I don't even bother to memorize my material. Yeah. There's nothing worse than having to sit through someone's poetry. <laughs> If it were any good, it would already be written on a, wall, on a wall and nobody would be trying to read it to you. Mm. 
it's too racy. (laughs) There's someone out there for you. That's a phrase women use when they don't want to fuck you, but they know that you're emotional and they don't want you to kill yourself. (laughs) Or so I've heard. Because that's a phrase you've only heard if you're a little bitch. Punching down too hard? All right. All right, here's a little game. It's called flirting or head games, right? I'm gonna say a little activity and I, I want somebody to yell out whether or not it's flirting or head games, right? So I told this joke in front of a lady and you know, eventually blah, blah, blah. She changed her Facebook profile pic. I'm thinking it's head games, people. I'm thinking it is. All right, so clearly don't have the attention of the back half of the room. So it's time to play my favorite little segment. Thank you, Ethan. <laughs> it's time for Ed Ant Asks a Lady. All right. I believe your name back there is Sammy. Yes. All right. Get to a microphone so I can ask you a few personal questions. Dive deep into that mind of yours. Question number one. Have you ever killed anybody? Uh, in theory, no. Do you want to kill somebody? Depends if I have my period. Saucy lady there. When did the moon landing happen? 1969? Close enough! Can we all get along? No. No. I have some cocaine and anal beads at my place. You want to come back, have some fun? Enticing. Mm. But uh, I'm going to pass on the the cocaine. It's fine. We all need our rejuvenation days, so have fun with that. Do you know how to fix computers? Um, I know how to call people to fix computers. Good enough. And finally, why don't you love me? I just met you. That's not a good reason. I'm a lovable person. about all I have written for today, so I'm going to go to old material. That's right. You L.A. people are going for a treat. Mm -hmm. Even the people outside pretending to pay attention by laughing. Yeah, that's, that's what you tell people, isn't it? All right. So I uninstalled McAfee antivirus. Yeah. No, no, it's totally possible because that you fucking ruined it, you son of a bitch. You fucking ruined it. You goddamn heckler. You know, I'm going to begin again. Hopefully you don't interrupt Mr. Name I Don't Know. Chris Rocky. Chris Rocky, all right. Yeah, yeah. Listen to the news. Yeah. 
So I uninstalled McAfee antivirus, no comments, no comments, from my computer. It's the most cleverly named virus ever. Think about it. It's on almost every computer, hogging up valuable space that would be better used for porn. It keeps asking you to update it so you agree to some stupid contract that you'll never read, and it's a fucking trial! Yeah, I'm mad at that. Y'all heard the horn. That means it's time for an ad! Ah, he knows what's up. The world's greatest website ever. JustMeAndChicks.com is hosting the greatest podcasts ever. Thank you for helping me out on that one, Jason. Along with me will be Jason Balmforth and Bo Troxclear hosting one night of the greatest open mic ever, aside from this one. The topic will be heckling. I hope you all come and watch, or listen, or do whatever the hell it is you're doing. Ha! No comments from you, Ethan! All right. Hey, All right. Uh, I'm going to take the floor in this one. For, uh, I really enjoy the fact that you have to pull notes out to remind yourself of old classic jokes <laughs> that you should have memorized. Yes. Uh, that's it. Who else has the microphone? I've got one I, I, for you. I like the the kind of the premise you have with the McAfee thing, but like I think you should explore more into it about just his background and the fact that he went on the run for murdering people and how yeah. you could tie that into the actual program. Like one woman, right? Yeah, the guy that invented McAfee. You didn't know that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he killed some people and he went to Spain and partied for like three months. Yeah, he, like some crazy he, shit. He's also like a popularizer of like nootropics and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely if you can work that in there. Sure. Sounds like a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, My hero. I, I've said it. I've said it before and I'll say it again. When it comes to the Ed Ant Ask a Lady, I think you need to escalate. And I think you need to reprioritize the questions to where it's escalating more, where it starts more mundane and then goes more serious and then ends on the why, why don't you love me? Because I think there's more mileage out of that because it's just funnier when you escalate yeah, from something yeah, like, you know, like when did the moon landing happen to like, have you ever fucking killed a man? Yeah, you I, should, you're right. I, I completely agree. I think you should ask those like innocuous questions first and then end with the like, have you killed someone? Do you want to kill someone? Why don't you love me? Yeah, you know, because it's like it's, like, it's a funny that juxtaposition. Priority would be way better. For or flip it on yourself. Tell them a little bit about you, and then have oh, there's a microphone, and then have them ask you questions. Ah, Is the topic for this week Willie heckling? For the month, and yes. Sorry, but you're gonna have to do some heckling, Jason. Oh man, I'm gonna need like three yeah. of these. Yeah, you're gonna. <laughs> Yes. Uh, I liked your uh, I liked your uh, women fuck me uh, when they say there's someone out there you don't wanna fuck me uh, suicide I think you just cut it down a little bit so you make it when a woman says uh, there's someone out there for you she says that means she doesn't wanna fuck you but doesn't want you to kill yourself instead of that in in intermediate thing. Uh, could you say that again more concisely? 
Yeah, so the joke would just be like, whenever... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, ex I'm tired. Uh, yeah, the joke would be like, uh, a woman, when a woman says there's someone out there for you, that means she doesn't want to fuck you, but she doesn't want you to kill yourself. That's how you'd say it. All yeah, right. yeah, I like that. Throw some more platitudes in there. Uh, I, I got something here for you that is really kind of out of left field. It's not, not really like a tag on any of your jokes, but has anybody ever told you that you sound a lot like the actor Keith David? That's who I've been trying to peg. I feel like, because if you've ever watched a Ken Burns documentary, like you sound like the narrator. I feel like you have not, you could do, especially the way you speak like very dramatically in a lot of your bits and kind of present yourself. I feel like you could do something like, like you're narrating a documentary on something incredibly fucked up, but you're doing it so dryly the way like a Ken Burns documentary is. That's just a weird thought I had. I, get what I, you will out of it. I love that thought. I, I, I feel like from what I saw of your material, I feel like presenting something like that like mundane but be like the history of prostitution in new orleans like something ridiculous like that but like Being very in-depth and thorough yeah. like Trying to bore the the yeah. yeah 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 the more details the longer the funnier yeah. also when you're doing that uh movie bit intro like the in a world like play that out more. I want to yeah. see more of that. This is just a side note. Uh, did he, that actor do the voice of the uncle from Tailspin? Because that's who you sound he like. Might have, yeah, because he's done a lot of voiceover. Yeah, the older guy, the older Tailspin guy. I know who you're talking about. The bigger, the bigger. The, the, the one that looked like he was just a set of muscles that no yeah. foul ever had. Yes. You know, all quads and triceps and shit. Uh, I, I think that idea is awesome about narrating something mundane, but maybe it's, it tags on one of your jokes around a chick not wanting to fuck you and just narrate it like a documentary, but her not wanting to fuck you with that like style would be pretty funny. Take both of those ideas and combine them into one. Do like the uh, voice he was talking about as a documentary about a girl who doesn't want to fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, all building. <laughs> I don't necessarily uh, see how this can help me get laid, but yeah. <laughs> this is a great idea. Sammy, any opinions? <laughs> Do we have any more? Do we have any more for Mr. Ed Ant? Hmm? Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Ed Ant! I will stall while the next comic. Hey, uh, oh, Bo's next. Bo, yep, Bo, Bo's been here longer. He just forgot to throw his name down. Can they, like, just stay for huh? Do they have to head out? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They have to make it to Melt, uh, which is up in North Beach. Good little spot. You guys should get up there, Melt. But it's okay, guys. Come on. Keep the clapping together. Woo! We got Trina here. We got Billy here, we got Science, we got David, yeah. There's beer back there, guys. There's beer? Go get beer at Ant, I'll stall or bring your next comic up. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bo Troxclair. Woo, yeah. Woo. hey, what's up Mutiny Radio? 
Thank you, all you listeners out there in Radioland. And the five people here, you know? Thank you guys, too. Um, so, my brother told me the other day that I look and sound like a youth pastor. Which is untrue, because I look and sound like a stoned youth pastor. Um, and it was in that spirit I got high and decided to write a sermon. Um, I, I've now inserted narcissistic morals at the end of all of my jokes uh, in a new segment I'm calling If I Could Suck My Own Dick, I'd Think About It While I Masturbated. Okay, all right, guys. I know, I know. I, and then I'm not going to do the sermon because it's not quite written yet. Oh, but do you guys want to hear my, my moral precepts? Yes. Yeah, okay. Live, live by these and you will have forever good days. And why not? Oh, well, let's see. Where do, where do I write them down? The first one is you never know what you don't know until you do. The second one is no one's running the show, and you don't always have to tell the truth, but you probably should. Uh, the third one is to treat everyone as if they were God, and the fourth one is I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, and neither do you. Um, and again, those weren't jokes. Those are just uh, little, little tidbits to live by. Um, so I think you guys heard this joke the other day. Uh, a lot of people are talking about renaming the Washington Redskins. You guys heard this? People want to rename the Washington Redskins. You guys agree, disagree? Agree. Agree. We should rename it. See, I don't think we should rename it. I think it's perfect as is um, because what represents America better than racism? Like, of course the name is racist, but it has to be because America's racist, right? Like, all you have to think about is the Middle Passage, uh, the genocide of the first people in the United States, and the thousands of black and brown bodies that have been killed by police. And suddenly, you're not thinking that we should change the name, but maybe make it more racist, guys. Like, right? Like, it, it probably needs to be a little bit more racist to truly reflect the feeling of our nation. And if there is anything that's more American than racism, it's probably trains, uh, locomotives. Good old, good old, you know, manifest destiny, right? And so I think we can kill two birds with one stone, uh, rename it. You know, you doesn't even have to be Native Americans. You could change it to like a little Asian caricature, and it can be behind the wheel of a train. You could call them the Washington Engineers. Yeah, I, I see. I think it's because they're good at math. Yeah. You could, you could keep it as Native Americans, though. You know, you could make it a little bit more racist. You know, you get a little drunk guy behind the wheel, call him the Washington Engines. I'm sorry, I fucked up that. I fucked up that delivery. Um, because the other way I wanted to tell it is be like, you could call them the Washington Conductors. Oh, do you guys think I would meant the Washington Engines, you racist fucks? You know, the little guy behind the wheel, his name is Engine Joe. I had a woman come up to me the other day and tell me that that joke was racist. She was a Native American woman. She's like, you, wouldn't, you shouldn't use that word. You shouldn't use that word. Nobody should use that word. You wouldn't, you, you wouldn't tell that joke if you had to say the N-word, which of course I wouldn't tell that joke if I had to say the N-word. Not because I'm afraid to say in the word, but because niggers doesn't mean trains. Either way, you could make it for black people. You could have a little Zulu warrior and call them like the Washington ball chuckers or something like that, the Washington barefoot savages. I don't know. What I'm saying is we can make it racist. Or you could have a little sombrero-clad Latino guy and you could call him the Washington uh, shape-shifting aliens that actually run shit. Uh, yeah, and some people are probably saying, like, well, why don't you talk about what, what would the white people be? But the white people don't need a team. We already have a team. They're called the Patriots. Um, I think you guys have heard of us. You know, we cheat all the time. We spy on everyone else. And there was a controversy as to whether or not they deflated, like, 15 or 16 balls. Truth is, they did deflate those balls. And one of them died uh, strapped to the floor of a practice facility. And the other 15 were rectally de uh, deflated. 
Um, what I'm trying to say is that the Patriots are okay right now, but it's only because we have a black quarterback. Uh, you know, I, I'm afraid of the day when Carly Fiorina is playing quarterback for the United or for the Patriots. You know, and the question then becomes: Should we or should we not uh, change the name of the team? But rather, whether or not we should keep playing fucking football, guys. Uh, so that's that's the joke, and I think that's the end of my my set. Woo! Is there a way to work Tom Brady into your Patriot bit? No, I don't think so. Because what I'm trying, like, at the end of the joke, I'm trying to make it like a metaphor for like U.S. militarism, which is like, and like the way we fight wars, which is like, I, I don't really, it doesn't really come across right now. So I think. Well, I mean, he did cheat the commission and then get into. And a then war. get off. I, yeah. I think, yeah. Oh, maybe he's Bush. Yeah, um, because he's I'm the one that did all the deflating, and then he got away with it even after. Yeah, that's that's okay. what I'm saying. All right, yeah. I like that. Wouldn't that make him more like Dick Cheney? Yes. But see, I, I think this joke's already way too wordy, and I yeah. need to like right, tighten well, it down. And so, like, if I go way too well, too many different places, yeah, yeah, you you to, need to keep it simple. Okay, I got You don't actually have to. The whole, the ditch joke format. Whoever fucking taught people that that you got to cut a bunch of shit out. It's completely pointless. Like, dude, sometimes the answer is to actually add more. Yeah. So that but, might but it add, would be to add more punchlines. Right. Yeah, just add more detail. The funny is always in detail yeah. in any joke. Okay. So just the the more detail you go into that, into a, especially something that's vulnerable like that, the more detail, the funnier it's going to be. Right. Like go for broke. Like double down on all of it. Yeah. And then uh, the other thing, just own it 100%. Yeah. You know, don't uh, – yeah, that's one of those things that you just – anytime it's anything risky, just own it 100 Watch Andrew Roberts at OMG. He's the perfect example. He will mm. talk about fucking little kids with a straight face and annihilate yeah. because he just owns it. Right. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. The deflate gate stuff was really funny, but I had to think – you said it so fast, I had to like think through it. And if you slowed – if you, I would slow that down and lean into it, which is sort of the same, and then – this joke, maybe someone else made it before, but when you're saying like intentionally racist Redskins things, you might want to say like mouth Washington Redskins. Um, I don't. Maybe that's not funny. That's a dumb pun. Maybe that's really stupid. Yeah, I don't know. Well, because there's like alcohol. Like mouth, mouth, they drink mouth. I mean, not they drink mouthwash, but there's a stereotype. Yeah. I don't oh, know is that's there? Funny. I, I didn't yeah. know that. It either. may not be funny. It may be trite. I, I, I like alcoholism is the only Native American stereotype yeah. that I actually even know of. Yeah, that's what so, I meant. So like, I would say hence more, mouthwash. Okay. You're gonna be racist and be more racist. That, that reminds me. That <laughs> Thanks, reminds guys. me of an old joke. Uh, my uncle used to say, "It was what's the difference between Jack Daniels and General Custard? Jack Daniels is still calling Native Americans." Oh, hey, oh. That's a bad joke. Hey, yo, yo, that's an hey. uncle joke. But but just generally editing it way down. So like you remember how you said, oh, I was gonna tell it this way. No, no, just well, go that, that straight was, to the punchline. Like that, you didn't need that filler. That, that Does that make any sense? Right, right. Oh. No, no, no. I get that. But oh, okay. I'm saying even when then when you told us how you wanted to say it, you didn't need that bridge. You could have gone straight to just listing all these super racist names. Okay. And then what about like I agree. I mean, Tom Brady's got to be in there somewhere. Yeah, like, yeah. What about, like, Uncle Tom Brady or make Brady racist I like somehow? That. I like that. I like Uncle Tom Brady. I think that gets dicey. Sports teams, though, right? No, as I said, you got to double down. Because if you're going to work <laughs> with this material, like, one offense is never given, it's taken. So. Well, but I, I think, like, especially, like, I, 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 I'm just very cognizant of my own social location, right? Like, speaking from where I am, there's a, a lot of this stuff 
people are like won't think I'm able to say right like there will be people who will not think that I this should come out of my mouth and I agree I should say fuck it to those people but only if I'm okay with everything I'm saying and I'm saying like Uncle Tom Brady I'm like almost not okay with it's like uh, all right well yeah it's all about where you're comfortable with but I'm, I'm saying like whenever you're working with that kind of material you just gotta double down you gotta you gotta own that shit you gotta fucking you know run with it because if you own it and you're confident with it then people will be okay with it. I think you could take another take on the Indians. So you could be like, yeah, instead of the Indians, say something more racist, like the Tyler Perrys or something like that. Because that would be like an all, because they'd be expecting you to say the Trumps or the Paula Deans, but you have to switch it around and say the Tyler Perrys and then you can go off into something on that. Or I don't know. You could. I don't know. Just, uh, just a thought. But I liked it. Uh, I think it. I think it really like it, the piece is like developing for sure. And you need to wear that shirt more often. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it. It sells the whole bit. I'm does it really? It, it really does. Okay. It, fair it fair enough. All right. Well, thanks, guys. We are getting down there. We have two more left. You're the headliner. Okay. So I got one more. The big bad headliner over here, but I should know your name 100%. I've only known you for like, what, two and a half years? Yeah. Your last name's Sherman? Did not know that, guys. Learning stuff all the time. Uh, please welcome to stage a man who rides a very tall bike, Mr. Billy Bob Sherman. Thank you. Hello, everybody. I went to a big name college, and I own a tech company, and I'm super rich. I want you to know that election season's coming up, and I'm very interested in it. Still, even though I have my interest to protect, I like to keep an open mind. That's why I watch the news, Fox News, to be precise. I'm very excited about the elections, and because they're happening, there's a lot of information to process. I just tell myself when I'm watching this news, I just need to choke it down and force myself to admit that Fox News just isn't all that bad. It's actually my friend because in this big, wide, crazy world, it's one of those few institutions that wants me to stay rich. I know everybody wants to be on board with that. So once I'm even richer, I can put a little of my money down on a startup here or there and give you a job. That's how trickle-down theory works. Now, it's election season, and some people I know and fund are running for office. Now, some people say global warming and climate change, they're all myths. They say that it's wrong to, to oppose racism or have a problem with sexism. And if you do, well, you're just part of the PC police. Because you're infringing on their freedoms. That's what happens when you try to be politically correct. We've all been there. Now, I think it's political correctness that's a myth. The reason, because no one ever actually says they're politically correct. No one ever says that they're on the politically correct team. And no one says, hey, I'm politically correct and racism is wrong. No one ever stands up and defends political correctness. Furthermore, no one ever defends anything on the basis that it's PC or attacks something on the basis that it isn't. 
For example, when Donald Trump tells the American people he wants to deport Muslims and Mexicans, no one ever says, hey, that's not PC enough. People are much more likely in real life to stick up for Donald Trump and say, hey, he's just saying what a lot of Americans really think. Even though what he's really doing is being a racist dick. Furthermore, they'll also defend him against you and say, hey, don't judge Donald. And don't judge me because you're just being part of the police, PC police. Just shut up. So opposing PC is like supporting Ronald Reagan, even though everything he touched eventually turned to shit. You want to oppose political correctness because it's like crapping in the bathtub. It's not going to make the world a better place, but you still want to do it anyway because it feels so good. Opposing political correctness, crapping in the tub, and voting for Ronald Reagan. It's the same shit, just a different decade. I was in college when Reagan was president, and believe me, that is when the entire world began to turn to shit. That's when the tide turned, and instead of it being bad to be racist, it became your patriotic duty to be racist, because it was telling people what they needed to hear to make the country better. So I'm running for president, too, in 2020. I'm running for the Democratic Party on a new platform. It's called the Fuck Him platform. That dude wants to privatize Medicare? Fuck him. That dude wants to privatize Social Security? Fuck him. That dude thinks climate change is a myth? Fuck him. I took an informal poll just to see what people really thought, and I found out that made me so popular, I'm already the president. I just haven't told anyone yet. So this is the way it is today. So watch out, you hippies. This is the millennials talking. Don't even think about influencing the election. Stay away from helping blacks to vote. That's all history. You're lame, weak, helpless, and wussies anyway. You couldn't help a Bernie Sanders campaign if you tripped over it on the way to your own grow house in Humboldt County. Your votes don't count, just like black people's. So this is all millennial hipsters turf now. Please stay away from the elections. So there. Thank you. All right. Billy Bob, ladies and gentlemen. First, I guess I'll take the reins on this one. Um, I, I see the point you're trying to make you're you're angry at a lot of stuff i see the i think if you shifted right out of the gate like you started out being like a millennial rich person and then shift something else i don't know i was kind of lost there but the most important thing is where is the twist there's no there's no twist you we you know you think that stuff and everybody else knows they think that stuff everybody knows trump's awful where's the twist does that, make, does that make sense? That's the that friction creates humor right there. Yeah, That's okay. I, I, I do the same thing when I'm naming off like when I get really angry. I watch a documentary. I name off stuff, and I find myself I have to find a twist because otherwise you're just shouting into a microphone about social injustice, which is pretty fucking amazing. I know, but uh, you, uh, it's one thing you just got to keep in your head like how can I twist that on its ass on its head to create joke of jokes? Yeah. On 
on that point, actually, when you're talking about the fuck him platform, if uh, part of that platform is that you actually want to fuck Trump, um, <laughs> that's the fuck him platform, and that's the fuck him platform with a twist, right? It starts out, you know, he thinks this, he thinks this, fuck him, and then the last one is like, he doesn't want a dick in his ass. Well, fuck him, you know, or something like that. Uh, second is, I was going to say, um, you, you, were, you were clearly reading, and it feels red. You know, like, the whole set felt red. Um, and, like, you should, you should try and strive for, like, having a conversation, you know? Like, you and the crowd are just, you're not talking at the crowd, you're talking with the crowd, but they're not saying anything, they're just laughing, right? Um, but you had, a lot of, you had a lot of points to get across, which is good. Yeah. You actually have shit to say, it was cool. Yeah, I, li- I like that there was actual substance to it as opposed to just jokes, which I think a lot of times comics do. Like, I know I do sometimes just jokes that don't mean anything beyond it's just di- a dick joke. And uh, so I, I really like that about your set. And I also, uh, yeah, what Bo was saying about reading off, like, I know, like, reading, it's kind of hard to memorize it, but you just got to learn tricks to do it. Because if you don't, then your timing is not going to be, your timing is going gonna, is gonna to be according to how you read. And that's not according to how the joke should play out. It should play like music. Actually, yeah, actually, that's a good point. You, uh, did you write the whole thing out word for word? Well, I, I, I wrote this out. It's really new over the last couple of days. Okay. Uh, well, no, what I like doing, because I used to write everything out, and to get past the whole writing thing, to make it sound more natural, just bull, I, uh, try bullet pointing just your ideas, like one after another, and then just go up there and be your natural self, just reading from bullet point. Because you know, like, if you have fucking emotion behind it, that's half the battle. It'll be funny. If you give a, a one fuck about anything... It'll be funny if you have emotion behind it. More emotion. More fucks. Yeah. <laughs> Always. All right, guys. Billy Bob, ladies and gentlemen. We learned a lot tonight, guys. We learned about social injustice. We learned Bo wants to fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> More than you know. Let's <laughs> oh, stick that fucking genital in his mouth. Ah, uh, you're about 14 years too old for him, though, dude. <laughs> Did anybody read that shit? Actually, a side note for Paradox Comic about how many times on YouTube, like somebody brought up how many times he's mentioned fucking his daughter. Like this is like, it's in the last like five years he's referenced like wanting to fuck his daughter like nine times. It's like weird shit like, yeah, well, no, my daughter's attractive and all. You know, if I wasn't her father, I'd think about dating her. Like, you don't say that, you fucking creep. Oh. You do if you want to be elected president. Yeah, well, we'll yeah, see. He's trying to get that Southern Republican vote. Yeah, we'll see. He's going the incest route. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Southern. Yeah, that's fucked up. You know what I'm upset about the southern what about the southern states because there's some cool people and a lot of great culture. What upsets me the most is that they have the band Leonard Skinner. I love Leonard Skinner. Sweet home Alabama baby. Even though they're from Florida. The fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, Charles wasn't from Georgia. What? Never mind. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about your final headliner. You're headlining. You're really new, too, and you're already headlining. <laughs> this is a big deal, guys. Woo! Clap your meat pl- paws together. For Trina, ladies and gentlemen! Awesome. Uh, so you guys don't have a cat. She's a rescue cat. 
but I can't get her to think of it that way. She likes to think she's living the lifestyle to which she was meant to become accustomed. Um, like seriously, I'm, I'm buying, she's turning her nose up at so much gourmet cat food that the guy at the cat food store now thinks that I'm eating the food too. The last time I was there, he's like, uh, so how many cats do you have again? Like seriously, just cause I'm skinny, I'm eating the food. Again, you can't like say, like I, what I want to say is like, no, I have one cat, but she shits with three assholes. <laughs> but you can't say that because they don't like it when you talk shit about your pet at the gourmet cat food store. So I'm like, fuck you, bitch. You're going into my set. I'm going to make some money off of you so that you bring money into the house instead of just eat it out of the house. Turn your nose up out of the house. So I brought her here to San Francisco, and uh, I was worried about the neighborhood. She's an outdoor cat, but somehow I'm changing the litter for La Princesa. <laughs> so uh, we got into an argument because I was like, well, there's the raccoons. What about the raccoons? You can't, like, and she, I feel like I insulted her. She's looking at me meowing hatefully at the back door, like, what, you think I can't handle some raccoons? You think I can't handle some raccoons. I was like, nah, dog, because you're a pussy. <laughs> like, pussy cat, that's a thing. Some stereotypes, right? And she's like, okay, first of all, don't call me dog. That's an insult to me, okay? Second of all, I know what this is about. You just want to know, or you just want me to admit that I'm good at hiding. That's what this is about. This is about me admitting I'm good at hiding. Wait, 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 wait. I know what this is about. This is about your obsessive need to know where I am all the time. I was like, uh, first of all, we all know you're a scaredy cat. That's no fucking secret. Did I do that one already? Um... Like, you think Ikea is the name of a Godzilla monster. Like, Ikea comes in the door, and you can't even play that shit off. You're like, head for the hills. You can't be like, oh, God, look at the time. I've got something I got to do in the kitchen right now. See ya. No. Ikea comes over, and you're like, running like a Japanese tourist. You're like... Ikea! 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 <laughs> so you like you know that moment in oh and then I say dog. <laughs> you know that moment in an argument where like you're not really even arguing about anything anymore. You're just like emotional button pushing whack-a-mole, right? <laughs> so like you know that tipped her, <laughs> and she's like. I don't even, you don't even, I don't, wait, that doesn't even make any, what, you can't even, uh, can I get a word in edgewise, can I say something, can I please say something, and you're like, ah, I haven't said anything for five minutes, I'm just watching the meltdown, <laughs> she's like, first of all, and this is the last time I'm going to say this, I'm a dude, so could you please stop referring to me with a female pronoun? <laughs> you haven't even checked. You haven't taken me to the fucking vet. 
Like, could you please, like, maybe you should be less worried about the raccoons and more worried about feline gout, huh? <laughs> and you call yourself a feminist. I don't see it. Thanks. I'm good. That's done. Woo! Yeah! So I, I th- up with comments? Uh, I thought that set would have killed in front of, like, an audience. Like, I thought that was a really good set. Um, but we're just all it, asshole comics, you know. You know the story. Uh, I gotta work on it. Exactly. That no, too. no, I want to hear it. I want it's the flaws. That's what I'm here for. So I had, I had three comments. Uh, the first is I think you should talk more about the gourmet, the experience at the gourmet okay. cat food store. Like, what okay. is that like? How are they assholes? How is it endemic of San Francisco to have okay. a gourmet cat food store? Okay. That sort of thing. Like, I, I think there's a lot there. Okay. Um, also, we'll I, I like how when you first started talking as your cat, you had like almost a Tony Montana like mm-hmm. accent to it. Mm-hmm. He was like real Cuban tough. or yeah, he was like tough okay. and Cuban or something like that. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I think you could do that even like you could make it even more pronounced and then have a joke about how like I, I have no idea why I think my cat talks like <laughs> Tony Montana, you know, like uh, no idea why you're doing the accent. The okay. way you, like that's just how cats funny. talk. Yeah, exactly. It's just how cats talk. Yeah, you can play it off. It's just like you guys don't know. You don't know the cats. <laughs> um, and then third was um, when you're talking about your cat being scared of Ikea, you should just be like, you can't even stand Ikea and save Godzilla till the end of the line. So you, sh- okay. you just feel like you run from Ikea like a Japanese tourist from Godzilla. Okay, all so right. So don't say Godzilla yeah. beforehand, but wait until the you very end. You see what end. I mean? It's editing, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah. yeah, those, those okay. three lines there. But otherwise, okay. like I said, I Well, how about, I got to work on my act out. I just, I want it to be like, what I want, my, my concept of it is like, to embarrass her, like, because yeah. obviously I'm having an argument, and I wanted the, my act out to be so ridiculous that it would be like be like embarrassing to whoever I'm arguing with. But what, I just you, I'm what, flipping back and forth oddly. I think. Yeah, I mean, and I think that comes with time and doing the bit more often. Yeah. You know, practicing yeah. the mirror, trying yeah. to do both sides of it into the mirror. Yeah, I, you know, I feel like if somebody was like watching me at my house, they would oh, think yeah. I was totally alone. <laughs> oh yeah, because I'm like that's, half that's the point. And it's because you are, all and day. all the best people are. So <laughs> there it is. So, uh, I think you need to close with that. The whole um, like maybe the thing of maybe I'm just schizophrenic or something. Like if you like the whole act out with just that at the very end would would hit really hard. Okay. I, do you like the gender switch at the end? I, I Is do. Is that not helping? Is, you like I, that? I actually really like it. Um, I okay. like um, that your cat starts out hard as nails, right? Like, you know, right. yeah. you know, teardrop tattoo from the fucking shelter and shit. <laughs> right. And then um, goes more like kind of, you know, Tumblrette. Talking shit about how oppressed they are. And I think okay. that if you um, actually played up that disparaging, like, you know, difference between the two it. of them. Right? Like, you know, like, I'm hard. I can hang with these raccoons. Kinda. The mic so, like, is cutting in and out. Um, and, I, and, and, you know, like, and, and it, I like how it goes, like, more from, like, you know, talking to a rescue cat to talking to, a, talking to like, a teenage girl. And so I especially like the whole point where it's like, and I'm a boy, damn it. <laughs> and I think you should um, play that up. Like, make, okay. it, make it really effeminate. Make it really, like, yeah. Uh, I think that. act like this. Yeah, because, you know, cats are, cats are fucking bipolar anyway. is like the cat changes tone halfway through that act out i, I think the tone needs to be a little because like consistent yeah like if you do it like if the cat's hard at first then why does it get soft you know you call it right, because you're calling right, it a pussy or things right. like that like 
Right. I, I think there should be consistency in the character, right? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I think the IKEA bit, uh, I was expecting it, so I'm glad you. I guess I'm glad. I I'm glad you did it. The mm-hmm. where you do the impression of the Japanese screaming. Uh-huh. Uh, instead of Japanese tourists, just say Japanese. Tourist? What yeah, about just because, tourists? Well, they're not tourists though. They're, they're but they live there. In the okay. Tokyo okay. Yeah, it's like, funnier. Oh, or how about Japanese yeah. girl? I'm sorry. What about Japanese girl? No, yes. just just say Japanese. <laughs> I think Japanese. What do you think? Okay. Um, and I think you should go even more racist. Like, just say Jap. <laughs> Like, uh, what Bo was saying is the tone with how your cat behaves goes a little inconsistent. So, like, okay. um, either, like, you know, nail it down yeah. in one way yeah. or um, have it progressively, like, chips in the armor, right? Yeah. Like, that hard facade. Like, everyone knows that guy or gal that yeah. acts all, like, you know, right. hard and shit until you start calling him out on it. Right. So, like, either have the breakdown become more natural and progressive yeah. or have the cat, like, try and keep the hard front. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that has been Joke Workshop, ladies and gentlemen. Special thanks to Ed and special thanks to Bro Troxclair. And that's it. Have a wonderful night, y'all. Y'all. Lizards are real people. (laughs) 